What's going on, guys? It's Fancy Stock Exchange here, bringing you another episode of our Drafters Best Ball series. Today, I will be attacking the 10th slot in this 12-team PPR Best Ball Draft. Again, if you don't know the settings, one quarterback, two running back, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex spot. But with that being said, let's hit the intro. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Okay, so we're about 18, 17 seconds away from our first overall pick. Again, as I've mentioned in multiple episodes, I will let you guys kind of see how the first round fully plays out. And after around that 15th selection, I'm just going to be cutting it up a little bit for you guys. So it's a nice uh, nice and easy watch for you guys. You don't have to watch that, what, nine pick, uh, 18 pick discrepancy between my uh, second and third pick and so on and so forth. But uh, starting it out, I mean, obvious 101, Kevin Mann takes Christian McCaffrey. Barkley, too. Very typical, again, as I mentioned. And uh, this guy should have his uh, player queued, but I don't know what's going on here. Okay. It's probably deciding between Zeke and Kamara. Very fair argument this year. They are the, the unanimous three and four amongst us at the brand. So Alvin Kamara, Zeke Elliott, typical top four. I mean, you're not going to see much. We should be seeing guys like Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and Michael Thomas coming off the board with these next few selections. So, uh... Looking at this 10th overall selection, obviously, my I'm assuming my top rating running back at that point, seeing as Cook and Henry will probably go, which Cook does, uh, would be uh, Austin Eckler. So, Kenya Drake actually goes at 7 here. Am I going to have a chance to get Derrick Henry again? Like, again? If, if he's gone, I'm going to be looking at, I really want to double dip at the running back position. So, if I can get, like, a Henry and an Eckler, I will be through the moon. I mean, you guys have seen how many times we end up actually uh, pairing those two up in these drafts, but... If Henry goes, uh, I'll be thinking about probably Joe Mixon or uh, Josh Jacobs here to pair with, uh, or Miles Sanders, sorry, I didn't even realize. So Joe Mixon goes. I am thinking of, oh no, Derrick Henry's there. Okay, perfect. So I'll be going with Derrick Henry here. Easy selection. Tenth pick is insanity for a guy who led the league in rushing and 16 the rushing touchdowns last year. I mean, he was phenomenal. We saw what he was able to do as we see Tyreek Hill go off the board with the 11th overall selection. So uh, looking at this next pick again, as I mentioned, it's going to be Austin Eckler unless something crazy happens. If Austin Eckler is taken, I'll look at one of these other backs. I mean, a Josh Jacobs, a Miles Sanders would definitely be a proper selection, especially uh, in, the, uh, in the PPR format, especially for Sanders. I do think he's going to get good involvement in that receiving game, but you know, we know here. Full PPR, Austin Eckler is going to be an animal, as we see Miles Sanders actually go off the board. So, yeah, I mean, my two main picks here are going to be Jacobs or Eckler. Again, if both of those guys are gone, I could think about Aaron Jones. just feels like a tad early for him, honestly, uh, early second round. But the main selection would most likely be Julio Jones. So Aaron Jones actually goes off the board. So I, we will be getting one of Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, or Julio Jones guaranteed. So uh, very, very, uh, very good spot to be in. Uh, so we're just waiting on Bread68 to make this pick. It's most likely going to come down to Eckler or Jacobs for me. Again, we've said it multiple times on this channel. You really want to lock up that running back position early in the drafts. I mean, Julio Jones, we all know. He deserves to be a first-round overall selection. We get that. But, man, the scarcity at the running back position really, really causes me to uh, 
Actually, he goes tight end. So I'll be selecting Austin Eckler here. I mean, you guys know how high I am on him. He is my seventh overall running back. Going to be a PPR monster. So much vacated production. 204 touches left solely by Melvin Gordon in the 12 games that he played. I mean, they did bring in Josh Kelly as a fourth round overall rookie. Still have Justin Jackson there. But the people that are... Uh, low on Austin Eckler, like RB 13, 14. I do not understand whatsoever. He's got the receiving work. He's going to get an improvement in the rushing work. And uh, in general, yeah, we saw last year 14 carries per game without Melvin Gordon, only six per game with Melvin Gordon, and even with six per game was still a top 10 running back for you in PPR format. So uh, give me Austin Eckler here. No brainer. I will see you back at my third round selection. Probably going to be taking a receiver there uh, looking at the value overall. So we are about to be back on the clock here after I went with Austin Eckler at 15th uh, in the second round. We saw Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Josh Jacobs, George Kittle, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Lamar Jackson, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Amari Cooper, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Mike Evans, Juju Smith-Schuster, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Todd Gurley, and James Conner all go off the board. So uh, looking at the board here, I mean, Thielen is, is definitely my, my top-ranked receiver left. Uh, looking at that, I like that. Uh, if he, if Leonard Fournette falls, I may have to honestly take him secure my third running back again. I've been vocal that, uh, I'm kind of off him. I really love Melvin Gordon. I really do. Uh, I think we've gotten him in too many drafts, uh, at this point. Uh, I just kind of want to mix it up again. I have those guys two spots apart right now. I have Melvin Gordon as my RB 14 in redraft and, uh, Leonard Fournette as my RB 16. Now, uh, we, we know the, the thing with Fournette at this point. I mean, he's not got great upside, in my opinion, simply because, A, I don't think he's as great of a back, and B, I think his receiving work is going to be cut down a fair bit. But he's still going to be safe in terms of workload, in terms of overall productivity. He offers you a kind of an RB2-type baseline. Again, my RB16, he could sneak into that low-end RB1 territory. I'm vocal. I'm not as high on him as a lot of people are. So, some people have him as like the RB11, RB12. That's just insane, insanely high to me. But uh, locking up Leonard Fournette here, uh, get a safe RB3, really secure my RB core at this spot. So I really like that. Again, usually I would be going with Melvin Gordon there, but I want to spice it up. You know, we got Melvin Gordon in a couple of these uh, drafters best ball videos. So, uh, again, Leonard Fournette here. I mean, this is the proper value, I think, honestly, for him. Uh, I've seen him sneak into the late second, early third type area, like the two the 211 to the 302 that's just too high for me in my opinion but getting him here as my late uh late third round pick uh stacking up my three-headed attack right there our running back and uh henry eckler and fournette that's definitely a formidable uh trio to say the least so i really like how this draft is turning out so far now as we see melvin gordon actually go on the turn that's a really good value for one time there i would be comfortable taking melvin gordon even as early as like the 303, the 302. I think he's really that next guy up after that uh, initial uh, two or three tier uh, RB uh, stance. But looking at the board here, I think it's clear to me I got to go uh, with a receiver. Uh, lock up one of these guys. Looking at the board, I really like Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin, uh, AJ Brown are probably my next few. DJ Chart. Oh, there's a lot of guys I really like here. But going off the ADP, hopefully I can get like a Terry McLaurin to fall back to me. But looking at the ADP here, uh, you know what? Uh, I really want to mix it up and take Chark. But uh, my next highest guy would be Woods. Uh, just give me a second because uh, this is a really tough choice because these guys are really close to me. I kind of want to mix it up and go with someone that I don't usually go with, but uh, we'll see how it turns out. 
So uh, looking at 56, we pick at 58. I would take the chance on getting Terry McLaurin. Uh, to mix it up, though, I will go with, uh, you know what? I, I don't think we've gone with DJ Chark much. I'll go with DJ Chark here. Again, uh, he's my wide receiver 17, I believe, on the year. We took him here as the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Wide receiver 15. So, again, that's just a little bit uh, mixing it up, I would say. I, I typically would go with uh, Woods there, who's my wide receiver 13. But, you know what, uh, i got to spice it up. Uh, Jark definitely has some really good upside with Minshew, his second year uh with Minshew, obviously he's going into his third year. But uh, with Chark, I mean, you got the deep ball ability. Again, uh, I really like what he presents, but kind of went a little overboard here. But I will see you going into the fifth round uh, at the 58th overall selection. See who's left. About to be back on the clock here after we selected DJ Chark at 39. We ended up seeing uh, Chris Carson, Calvin Ridley, David Johnson, Mark Andrews, AJ Brown, Robert Woods, Mark Ingram, David Montgomery, T.Y. Hilton, Kyler Murray, Zach Ertz, Metcalf, McLaurin, and Cup, uh, Swift, Allen, Singletary, and Lockett all go off the board. It's actually, uh, it actually does suck because I was looking at uh, Lockett to potentially make it to me again. As I mentioned, switching it up, getting a little, a little uh, exposure to uh, more players. But uh, I'm gonna go with Devonte Parker here again, my next high, highest rated receiver. Tore it up at the end of last season, the wide receiver two on points per game for the last eight weeks when he played with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I do anticipate Ryan Fitzpatrick to at least start the majority, if not even all of the season. To be quite honest, again, short off season with COVID uh, and two tongue of Iloa is actually actually coming off injuries in college. I feel like this should be a year where they really rest him, get him ready, get him acclimated to the offense and not rush him right in. Ryan Fitzpatrick is more than a fine bridge quarterback and we saw the chemistry that he actually had with Parker. So I'm going to take him before this timer runs out on me and uh, I'm happy with that selection. I was actually anticipating going uh, Parker and Lockett at that little turn. But uh, as we see, Lockett got sniped before me. Again, other receivers I really wanted to fall were uh, McLaurin, Cup, Woods, uh especially even Brown too. One of those guys to really fall to me would have been an incredible value. But ultimately here, I'm happy with Parker making it to me. Very good value overall. Uh, let's just see how the uh, wide receiver landscape looks. So looking at the board here, excuse me. Uh, I would honestly say my top guy would be Michael Gallup. Uh, just checking the board, seeing maybe if uh, other guys are lower that I really want uh, later on. Uh, like if I can get Cooks at the next round too, that would be awesome. Like Cooks at like the six seven or the seven area would have been just unbelievable. But looking at this board here, yeah, it's gonna end up being Gallup if uh, the board falls right. Hopefully, he doesn't go in one of these few selections. That'd be pretty uh, pretty annoying. But uh, looking at the running backs here, I mean, obviously, you saw the uh, news video we recently had on Raheem Mostert. Uh, 60th overall is too early, especially with the uh, uncertainty of where he's going to be playing or his ultimate role on the uh, 49ers given his trade demands. So a little early for him now. Uh, Kareem Hunt and Ronald Jones would be my next two. But looking at this, uh, I do have three running backs, and this is a three three wide receiver start league. So I really want to lock down my third receiver, and then I can consider uh, – Two of them, James White, one of one of those guys to really make it back to me. So I'll be happy uh, waiting at the position uh, after I take my wide receiver here. So looking at the wide receivers, again, as I mentioned, Michael Gallup, uh, Stephon Diggs, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd. Uh, one of those guys would be really fine, uh, fine picks here. Uh, 
I'm just hoping Gallup makes it back to me because he's going criminally underrated in drafts right now. I've mentioned it so many times. I mean, he's basically a lock to improve on his uh, previous season. In his previous season, uh, which was 2019, bleh, 2019, obviously, basically had him on pace for around 70, 75 catches, uh, 1250 yards, and uh, I believe it was six touchdowns. Uh, don't have it right in front of me right now, but this guy, what a weird stack there. I love Dak and Wilson, obviously, but man, you have one running back on your team and you take two quarterbacks before you take your second running back, don't do that in your in your drafts, guys. I mean, I get it's best ball. You can hit on guys later on, but man, do not do that. That is just insanity to me. But again, touching upon Gallup, uh, I really think like he's got the potential to be that 1,300, 1,350 yard type receiver. I mean, we really saw last year, he, uh, he really broke out in his second year in Dallas. That team's going to be throwing the ball a lot. I really think they could have even three 1,000 yard receivers on that team. But don't forget about Michael Gallup. Obviously, I love C.D. Lamb. Amari Cooper is one of the best in the league. But Michael Gallup was so good last year, yet people want to just crown him as the third receiver on the team. Like, no, he is going to be, the at minimum, the wide receiver two, possibly one for this upcoming season. So I'm super happy getting him here at the sixth round selection. So looking at my team so far, I ended up getting with Derrick Henry, uh, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette, then DJ Chark, Devontae Parker, and Michael Gallup. I just noticed now I have two Jaguars, but again, that's fine. That team's going to be uh, good on offense. I mean, as I mentioned, uh, Fournette's more of a safety net, while Chark is more of an upside play. So uh, I really like how this team's turning out so far, and uh, I will see you at my seventh-round selection at 82nd overall. So uh, about to be back on the clock here. So as you recently saw, I went with uh, Michael Gallup. Last saw, sorry, I went with Michael Gallup at my sixth round selection. After he went off the board, we saw Marquise Brown, Stefan Diggs, Kareem Hunt, Deshaun Watson, Cam Akers, Will Fuller, Julian Edelman, Darren Waller, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Damian Williams, Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirk, Tyler Boyd, Raheem Moser, Jarvis Landry, A.J. Green, and Tariq Cohen off the board. So I am uh, going to be picking after... Uh, Tidwell uh, here pick so he's got 30 seconds about left and uh, looking at the board here just to kind of prepare for who I want to select obviously uh, my main target was Brandon Cooks as I recently mentioned before that little break but uh, looking here I mean there's a there's a lot of receivers kind of in the similar tier for me right now I do like McCole Hardman maybe I can get him at the the ninth round overall selection uh, let me just see here so yeah I mean these guys are kind of all grouped together for me looking at the running backs here uh, I wouldn't mind taking because he, obviously he'd be my RB4 Mixing it up, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on uh, Darius Geis. Uh, recently wrote about him in, uh, in the draft guide. You guys will see on July 13th. But uh, basically here, he's got a, a ton of upside. We all know this. Um, I could take him here. Again, th my ideal spot, if I'm gonna be, uh, if someone's going to be taking a Darius Geis, would be as their RB4, uh, which he actually would be on this team. I have plenty of stability at the top here. So uh, to mix it up, I'm actually going to take uh, Darius Geis. Uh, I'm happy with that again. He's got a lot of risk around him. We all know that at this point. Maybe seventh round in hindsight is a little bit early. But uh, yeah, okay, by the way, come on. Don't be like bread. You have one running back and you take three quarterbacks. This is not a super flex bread. No, like don't do this. This is just hoarding. It's a best ball draft. What are you going to do at other positions? So uh, yeah, sorry, I lost a little bit. But talking about guys again, we know the upside. I'd be getting him here to play my flex. I can take a more stable flex later on in the draft. So I'm definitely happy with that. And with my next selection, I'm thinking about honestly taking uh, Hayden Hurst if he falls to me. If Hayden Hurst falls to me here, that is a slam dunk. I mean, he is going to be phenomenal this year. If Hayden Hurst is gone. I'm, mo I'm most likely going to be taking like a Matt Ryan. I really do think that Matt Ryan presents plenty of uh, value uh, in this year's draft. 
uh, fantasy draft. I think I have him currently as my quarterback eight. So uh, really like that unless freaking Bread takes him because, you know, Bread just loves his quarterbacks. What, what a joke. But, uh, yeah, so my order here would be Hayden Hurst and then Matt Ryan. So uh, we'll see how the board shapes out. Again, so far, just uh, talking to the podcast listeners right now, just so far on the team, we uh, we have Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette. Stock up the three wide receivers in uh, DJ Chark, Devontae Parker, and Michael Gallup. And then I ended up taking a little bit of a risky selection in the seventh round. But, man, the upside that Darius guys can possess, I mean, we all know the uh, narrative by now. He's only played in five of a possible 32 career games. By the way, one of my later targets, McCall Harmon, just got taken. He's only played in five out of 32 games. But when he's been healthy, he's been very efficient. Uh, we just need to see the workload really uh, come for him. But I definitely like the value that he has. So uh, I'm going to take Dayton Hurst. Like I said, I mean, he's my tight end six right now. Especially in a full PPR. I really think he's going to get a ton of targets on Atlanta. 258 vacated targets for that team. Uh, and in general, I mean, I've said it so many times. But he profiles as a more athletic version of Austin Hooper. What did Austin Hooper do for the team last year? Oh, he was only tight end one for the, for the first eight weeks of the season. Yeah, it's a slam dunk for me. He's my tight end six. Take him here. Happy with that. But yeah, I will see you guys at my ninth round, 106th overall selection. About to be back on the clock here after I went with Hayden Hurst from the Atlanta Falcons, tight end. Uh, We saw Sterling Shepard, James White, Marvin Jones, Deontay Johnson, Tevin Coleman, CeeDee Lamb, my boy, Alex Madison, Jordan Howard, Tyler Higby, Latavius Murray, Sony Michelle, Debo Samuel, Matt Breda, Marlon Mack and Jalen Rager go off the board. So we are three picks away from my ninth round selection at 106. Uh, Waiting on three picks again, as I mentioned. 15 seconds left if you're uh, listening to this right now for prime prime Timmon, I guess. I don't know, to make his pick. So uh, looking at the board here again, I mentioned... uh, Matt Ryan would really be a nice quarterback option to take here. Uh, I really like Matt Ryan here. I like Tom Brady. Uh, very, very high upside with those two selections. But Matt Ryan is my preferred option here if I can get him, which he actually goes with, uh, unfortunately, the 104th overall selection. I'd be looking at Tom Brady. Maybe I can get him at the uh, the 111 here. But uh, looking on the board here, um, running back's a little thin. I could take a couple options later as a little depth. But again, I really like my four four running backs I have right now. Looking at the receivers, uh, who's the best value here? Uh, I don't mind taking Perriman later on, though he's kind of a weak. He's okay on my wide receiver for I don't know. Uh, Pittman, Ruggs are really good values. Uh, in a best ball, I really would consider Ruggs here. Uh, but I can't get him at the 10th round, I think. So I'm going to take, uh, see, this guy, Bread, could always just take another quarterback, which kind of gets me scared. Uh I don't know why he's doing this. Don't be this guy. What a douche. Like, he's got one running back, nine rounds in. Good luck fucking winning. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Brady. I really think he's got tremendous uh, tremendous upside this year uh, with the uh, Buccaneers offense. Again, Bush is going to really hear this and love what I'm, uh, what I'm saying. But, yeah, I'm going to snag uh, Tom Brady here. Make sure that he makes it. Uh, I'm not taking the chance on him. Mm, sorry, making it back to me. So, I go with Tom Brady, currently my ninth-rated quarterback on the season. Uh, yeah, uh, so Brett didn't go with the quarterback. That's surprising. Had to make sure I snagged my guy. So, uh, yeah, uh, looking at the board here, going to be my wide receiver four. I do like Jerry Judy. I think he's a good value here. I mentioned the other two, uh, receivers. Hopefully Judy can make it back to me. Now I'm kind of scared that I took the quarterback because, uh, I didn't realize Judy was actually there, but I, I do like Judy. I do like rugs. I do like Pittman. Uh, just got to see the value overall that falls. Uh, 
maybe I could even stock up a second tight end, but I mean, I, I do think Johnu could make it back to me. If Johnu makes it back to me, that's a, that's a surefire pick. Do like Blake Jarwin, Mike Jasicki, uh, a couple of these other options here on the board. Uh, yeah, uh, just I'm just gonna snag Jerry Judy if he makes it there. Though he took a one time took a rookie receiver, so I wouldn't be surprised if he doubled down on that because, uh, yeah, it could very well happen. That kind of makes me uh makes me a little scared here. If you're listening on podcast, we are uh two picks away, so I'm at the 111. The 109 is currently on the clock here, just waiting waiting for him to pick. But yeah, as I mentioned, Jerry Judy is going to be the pick here as long as he makes it back to me. Volume should be there, as we've seen Carson Wentz quick, uh, quickly going off the board. One pick away. Let's go. All right, Jerry Judy made it back to me. That is going to be the pick. Again, uh, we've mentioned how dynamic we think the Broncos' offense could be. Plenty of weapons. But Jerry Judy is that typical slot machine. He's going to figure in, uh, potentially take up the Emmanuel Sanders role that we saw for the Broncos for many years. Uh, Automatic slot option. He's quick. Great route runner. Great. You know what? Uh... That's all I really have to say about him. He's quick and a great runner, route runner, and they wouldn't have used the 15th overall selection on him if they didn't plan to uh, figure him into the offense right away. So, Jerry Judy, my wide receiver four, happy with that. But uh, I will see you back at my 11th round selection, see who's on the board. So we're about to be back on the clock here after we selected Jerry Judy in the 10th round. We saw Sammy Watkins, Drew Brees, Jared Cook, Mike Williams, Keyshawn Vaughn, Anthony Miller, Austin Hooper, Nikhil Harry, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Noah Fant, Deshaun Jackson, Philip Lindsay, Zach Moss, Daniel Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, and Mike Jasicki go off the board. So we are currently one pick away at 130. The next pick is going to be number 129. So uh, looking at the board here, uh, as, as he actually selects Cam Newton. So uh, looking at the board here, uh, definitely would have been a good selection. But uh, quarterbacks are a little, uh, little thin, I would say. Uh, I can just get a guy like Gardner Minshew later on and be very happy with that. As you guys have seen multiple times on this channel, I'm very high on Gardner Minshew. He's currently my QB 14, I believe, in redraft. Uh, definitely ha- a lot higher than consensus has him. Volume's going to be there. Would complement a nice stack with uh, DJ Chark there. But looking at the board here, Jonu Smith is going to be my selection. Again, super high upside tight end here. Uh, two of my favorite sleeper tight ends of the year are actually Hayden Hurst and Jonu Smith. Again, he should figure in to be that second option in the receiving game in the Titans offense. Obviously, we know AJ Brown is going to be number one. But Man, when you look at Jonu Smith, the profile, the production in the fantasy playoffs last year, he has all the traits to really be the breakout tight end of this year and the opportunity. So uh, I'll select him. Again, as I mentioned before, uh, he is actually in a recent uh, ADP Battles draft. I know I mentioned that a lot of times uh, during these recordings, but just goes to show if you want more information on that, it will be on this channel. You can go down below. Uh, it will be the video with Jonu Smith and uh, Austin Eckler versus Austin Eckler versus Nick Chubb and Jonu Smith versus, who was it? Uh, Jonu Smith versus, uh, okay, give me a second now. I'm actually, who was it? Who was it that I compared Jonu to? I don't know. You guys will, you guys will figure it out. Just look below. But, uh, oh, TJ Hawkinson. So Jonu Smith versus TJ Hawkinson and Nick Chubb versus Austin Eckler. So it'll be on that video. Me and uh, FF Mikey 10 basically uh, went through it all. Why Jonu Smith is one of the biggest breakouts at the tight end position this year. And as I've mentioned multiple times, as Corey, uh, as Corey actually researched, uh, the benefit of having a breakout tight end on your roster is tremendous in fantasy football. Again, over 50% of teams with uh, a value at the tight end actually made the playoffs, which is just insane more than any other position. So, uh, 
very good values there. So going uh, down the board here, I'm looking at the wide receiver position. Uh, I'm going to be selecting, is Henry Ruggs still available? In a best ball format, I really like the value that Henry Ruggs brings. I also really like uh, Michael Pittman as well. But Henry Ruggs, we mentioned him multiple times on this channel. He may not be the most consistent wide receiver this year. We understand that. But man, when it comes to Ruggs, he's explosive. He's talented. He's not only just a deep threat. He could play three levels as a wide receiver. He's complete. Great hands, great breakaway ability, can catch a slant, turn it for a touchdown. He may not be, again, as I mentioned, uh, very consistent in his rookie year, but he's going to have games that legitimately win you the week. So getting him here in the 12th round as my wide receiver five, I believe, is tremendous value for a guy that explosive. First round, 12th overall selection this year. Uh, John Gruden saw firsthand what Tyree Kill was able to do uh, in that division uh, for the Chiefs. So he, I'm, I'm sure he envisions Henry Ruggs to be that kind of piece for them. So very happy with getting him here. First receiver selected off the board. Let's get it. So I, again, as I mentioned, I will see you back uh, at the 13th round, 154th overs, overall selection. So we are about to be back on the clock here. And after we selected Henry Ruggs, we saw Preston Williams, Blake Jarwin, Ben Roethlisberger, TJ Hawkinson, Tony Pollard, Chase Edmonds, Alshon Jeffrey, Brennan Ayuk, Boston Scott, Baker Mayfield, Prashad Perriman, Devontae Freeman, Jared Goff, Antonio Brown, Carlos Hyde, Michael Pittman, Ian Thomas, and Jack Doyle all go off the board before our selection. So looking at the board here, I mean, there's definitely some uh, tight ends I can get later on, like an Njoku or an Herb or something. Uh, nothing that I would consider now, but looking at the receivers, some decent names. I mean, uh... A lot of, a lot of uh, like Visca Chenault would be perfect if I can get him with the next pick. But running back's probably where I'm going to be going. Uh, get a little depth piece. Uh, man, it's kind of dry. Maybe like an Anthony McFarland, Chris Thompson. Uh, I'm just going to take my QB2 two here, to be honest, and then uh, reevaluate on the turn. But uh, I'm going to go Gardner Minshew. I was recently mentioning how how much higher I am on him than consensus. I mean, QB 14 for me, it's really a no-brainer. Uh, that offense is going to throw the ball a ton. They got, as I mentioned, I'm going to get Visca Chenault hopefully later. They got Visca. They got DJ Chark, who's actually another guy on my team. Oh, man, I'm just building the whole Jaguars offense apparently. Damn, Minshew, Chark, Fournette, and I might get Visca as well. But touching upon Minshew, I mean, the upside is tremendous. People want to just basically write him off. Because they believe that the Jaguars can suck and that they have a chance at one of the quarterbacks next year. But in terms of redraft especially, I really do think Gardner Minshew can shine. So uh, looking at the board here, I mentioned the running backs. Not really much going on here that really intrigues me. I do like Anthony McFarlane, but I think he can make it back to me. Could always get Rock Armstead to really cuff up my uh, my Fournette. But uh, nothing here too intriguing. Maybe, yeah, uh, that's that's rough. Um Looking at the receivers, though, there is a, a lot more names I would feel more comfortable with. As I mentioned, though, Visca Chenault really leads that charge, unless I see anybody quit. Now, it's going to be uh, LaVisca Chenault. Again, he will figure in as that wide receiver, too, on the Jaguars right away. We saw what he's able to do. Very good after the catch. Uh, can definitely make plays. He's a playmaker in space. Makes people miss. Can run people over. Uh, was their second-round uh, selection. The only reason he even fell to that point, to be honest, was because of injury concerns at the Combine. Really getting him here. Really loving how the team is looking. Kind of a weird setup in this best ball, but I guess all the values following to me have been Jacksonville Jaguars, so snag him up. Uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy how many Jaguars I actually have on this team. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm a Jaguars fan now. No, I'm kidding, but uh, 
yeah, the value just hasn't been there at the running back position. Hopefully I can get Anthony McFarland at the next selection, but they are dying down. Yeah, like Anthony McFarland, Duke Johnson would probably be my next two that I would look to. Uh, Gio Bernard I wouldn't mind later on as a PPR type option. Antonio Gibson would actually be a really nice pick at the uh, 15th round as well. So I definitely like how it's looking here. Uh, Antonio Gibson, especially because I do have uh, Darius Geis, would be a nice pick. Uh as we've seen, as I mentioned, uh, Darius Geis isn't necessarily the safest running back there is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to take a, a tight end. That's just not it's not going to happen yet. Though I do like Njoku as a sneaky later pick if he does fall to that range. Uh, quarterbacks here, I mean, I, I have two really good quarterbacks, but I wouldn't even mind taking, like, a Cousins, uh, taking a Carr. Uh, one of those guys uh, wouldn't be bad. Tannehill was another guy I really liked, but he, I just assumed he would be gone. Uh yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, but uh, I'll see you at the 15th, uh, 15th pick because, as we see Antonio Gibson go off, uh, I, I want to make this a little easier for you guys to watch. So. so we are about to be back on the clock here. After we selected LaVisca Chenault, we saw Philip Rivers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tanhill, Antonio Gibson, a real target of my mind. Yeah, a target of mine. Uh, Drew Locke, Eric Ebron, Jamal Williams, Daryl Henderson, Darrington Evans, Hunter Renfro, Anthony McFarlane, ouch, Kirk Cousins, Ito Smith, or Irv Smith, sorry. Duke Johnson, another ouch. Derek Carr, AJ Dillon, Justin Jackson, and Chris Herndon all come off the board. So as I as I said, those ouches, man. All the running backs I was basically targeting came off the board. Uh, maybe I can go with like I don't like it, Naheem Hines, but I mean they've t- been talking him a lot as a pass catcher. Maybe it happens. I don't know. Uh, take him here in the fifteenth round isn't whatever. Give give me a little RB depth. I don't care. Not overly thrilled with that selection, but we did need a fifth running back. And, uh, yeah, the board kind of fell weird to us, uh, unfortunately. But uh, looking at the board here, I can take my sixth later on. But uh, wide receivers are still still good options. I mean, uh, a couple of guys there that uh, are looking decent. Like, Steven Sims probably my favorite. I like Russell Gage. Denzel Mims, obviously, high upside as a rookie. Is Bashar Perriman gone? Okay, he went a while ago. Okay, perfect. I was I was gonna like freak out. I was gonna be doing my happy dance if he made it there. But uh, looking at the quarterbacks here, as I mentioned, a lot of them came off the board. That's unfortunate. Um, I mean, I do think Ryan Fitzpatrick plays the majority of the season. So if I can get him here, I wouldn't be too uh, mad with that. I also do like uh, Sam Darnold uh, at this point. Uh, getting him as my quarterback three uh, would probably be ideal. But you see the tight end position. Yeah, I can get uh I can get my top guy here probably in Joku and Knox uh later on. There's a couple of good sleepers that I would I would be targeting, but uh, I'm going to select uh Sam Darnold just because I know he's going to play the full season. If I if I knew Fitzpatrick would play the full season, he would be the pick, but going with Darnold uh could going to play the full season most likely. Uh build off uh what was kind of struggled last year, uh especially with the mono that happened early in the season, but lock him up here, my quarterback 3. I am fine with that. So uh we will see you back at my 17th round selection at the 202. So uh, be back in a second. So after I selected Sam Darnold in the 16th round, we ended up seeing Jameis Winston, James Washington, Jarek McKinnon, guy I was considering here, uh, Denzel Mims, Jay Sternberger, Dwayne Haskins, uh, Kyle Rudolph, Malcolm Brown, T. Higgins, Tua, Raquel Armstead, Cole Beasley, Stephen Sims, Nick Foles, uh, Chris Conley, I think that's Larry Fitzgerald, Russell Gage, and Muhammad Sanu all come off the board. So very interesting spot here. Uh, let me check the running backs quick. Anybody uh, worth a pick? Uh, 
this is rough, dude. Damn. Uh, yeah, let's just take my freaking Matt Forte. Come on. Uh, I don't mind Randall Cobb. I think uh, he's got decent potential. Let me just take a quick look before this timer runs out. If there's anybody here uh, intriguing. Otherwise, I'll just go with Randall Cobb. Where's Cobb? Where's Cobb? I'm going to take Cobb. Uh, again, new offense. He signed for a significant amount in free agency. I think he can provide some decent potential there. 17th round, I don't mind taking that shot on a guy like Randall Cobb. So, uh, again, another four picks before we select at the 207. Looking at the board here, it's clear to me I'm going to go with one of these uh, three tight ends, Howard, and Joku or uh, Knox. I'm really a fan of uh, what David and Joku's potential is. Again, we've mentioned it multiple times. The Browns are going to be running, ex um, like not exclusively, but they're going to be running a, a lot of 12 personnel this year. Uh, as we saw with Kevin Stefanski's tendencies in Minnesota, <clears throat> we saw how the work was split up between uh, Irv Smith Jr. and Kyle Rudolph last year. I do think that David Njoku's got a lot of potential playing uh, as the tight end two to Austin Hooper's one uh, in Cleveland. And he's still always got the potential to be traded uh, to a team where he could be the starting tight end. And if you're getting a starting tight end, uh, especially one as talented as Njoku in the 17th round, I mean, that's just a very good value. Or sorry, 18th round. That's just a very good value. So uh, fingers crossed. I'm really hoping he falls back to me here. Uh, he's going to be the instant selection. And it's really not going to be close for me uh, if he's there. So we saw O.J. Howard. Okay, that was another one. Phew. Thank goodness that was not uh, Dawson. Or not Dawson Knox. Uh, David Njoku, sorry. So uh, two picks remaining. 205, 206. We pick at the 207. Hopefully he can make it back to us. I'll be uh, be very happy if that happened. But uh, we'll see what happens here uh, for one time on the clock. Come on. Make your pick. You just made your Howard pick. Like, why don't you have two queued? You know what I mean? You don't have to explain your picks to uh, a video like I am, but whatever. We see Corey Davis go off the board. Uh, Breds is back out on the clock. This guy, this guy has one running back. What is Breds? What? Why? You have two running backs. Your RB two is Royce Freeman. Don't be like this, guys. What is he doing? Oh, that's not my issue. David Njoku. Uh, tight end from the Cleveland Browns. I really like that value here at the 18th round. Super satisfied. I will see you back at the 19th. So we're about to be back on the clock here after I selected David Njoku. We saw Dawson Knox, Adrian Peterson, Gerald Everett, Greg Olson, Jalen Hurd, Dwayne, uh, Damian Harris, uh, Traquan Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Justice Hill, Taylor Gabriel, Devin Funches, Mitch Trubisky, Marcus Mariota, Josh Reynolds, uh, Danny Amendola, Josh Kelly, Benny Snell and Giovanni Bernard all go off the board. So uh, looking here, uh, maybe we could take a little depth back. Uh, I mean, Penny would be a decent little uh, little upside shot. I mean, he was so good when healthy last year. Very efficient back. Uh, he's going to miss the first eight games or so of the season. He's on the pup list, but take him in here. I mean, you, you can't go wrong in the 19th round. Taking a guy with uh, the amount of talent and upside we saw with uh, Rashad Penny last year. So... Uh, very happy with him. Uh, looking at my last selection. Uh, man, uh, this is kind of rough. Uh, I need any wide receivers here. Is Russell Gage still available? Nope. Uh, this is a weird spot. Uh, a tight end. 
I don't mind Tyler Eifert, but then again, I I don't want to take another Jaguars player. Uh, Tyler Eifert would be the only one even worth it. Uh, Chris Thompson's already selected. Uh, this is a rough spot here. No starting quarterbacks left. Actually, Tarot Taylor is a starting quarterback, so he's decently interesting. Uh, could take could take a Lim Bowden. Maybe he gets a little receiving work. Uh, third round selection this year. Uh, he looks like he's going to be the pick unless anybody last second stands out to me. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with Lim Bowden again. I, as I mentioned, he showed a lot of potential uh, this uh, this past uh, college season. Third round pick for a reason. Very versatile player. Can catch the ball, run it. Uh, I mean... Very, very good, uh, very good depth piece to hear, especially in the twentieth round. I mean, this is a crapshoot at this point. Taking a guy with that much talent uh, is definitely worth it. So I'm gonna select him here. Happy with that. But uh, yeah, that will conclude my draft. Uh, again, as you're hearing this, uh, I will show the team uh, on the screen, like following this segment. But briefly going over the team again, you you guys will see the uh, overall snapshot of what happened. But ended up going with Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette. DJ Chark, Devontae Parker, Michael Gallup, Darius Geis, Hayden Hurst, Tom Brady, Jerry Judy, John U. Smith, Henry Ruggs, Gardner Minshew, Visca Chenault, uh, Naheem Hines, Sam Darnold, Randall Cobb, David Njoku, Rashad Penny, and Lim Bowden to uh, cap out the team. But uh, thanks for you guys for watching this. Uh, if you haven't already, go like. Uh, like down below, comment on the video, tell me what you liked about the team, what you didn't like about the team, what you would have done differently, and make sure you go hit that subscribe button. Because again, on the Fantasy Stock Exchange, we are coming at you with that beautiful daily content that you guys will enjoy. So uh, make sure you don't miss a video. Turn those notifications on. Uh, again, we try to bring you guys as much value as possible. And if you haven't already, it will be linked in the description of this video. Go make sure you go, you cop our draft guide. Uh, releases on July 13th, so I believe you guys will be seeing this on the 14th, so it would be a day out by the time. Make sure you get that. Tons of value packed into that guide. We've worked these past few months making sure we get to you as much information as possible. Very cheap to acquire uh, this year. We're just trying to get you guys uh, uh, respecting, valuing the uh, overall uh content that we're putting into that uh not asking for a big financial commitment so make sure you go consider that and if you do uh you will get exclusive uh discord rights to our uh private discord we have our public that you guys feel free to join at any time but we will also have a private uh draft guide discord as well and not to mention i mean those weekly zoom calls are going to really help you uh attack your drafts attack your season set your lineups everything so uh make sure you go do that but with that being said uh We'll wrap it up here, so uh, peace out.